Welcome to the Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. In this episode, we are talking about how to avoid hiring fatigue as you build your dream team. Now, for those of you listening, we all know that finding the right people to help us to build the rocket ship and get it into orbit is no joke. There are a lot of hard lessons and a lot of trials and tribulations that any entrepreneur is going to face on the journey of building their dream team. So today I want to give you some tips and strategies to work through the inevitable challenges that will come up, how to stay focused on your end goal, and some tips and lessons learned along the way that I think will be wildly profitable for you as you build your dream business. Now, first of all, it's important to remember as a foundation that wherever you want to go, whatever you want to do in your business, your team is going to be what's behind the dream. So that means that There is no one listening to this show that can afford to not make building your team, managing, leading, retaining, and up-leveling them a major part of your everyday focus. That's right. You can think of the CEO as the chief talent acquisition strategist in any company. And that doesn't mean that the CEO is out there recruiting every single day. It means that the CEO has an understanding of the talent that is needed in order to accomplish the objectives and that they're aligning the right people in all the right places with the right roles and responsibilities to achieve the outcomes at hand. The worst thing that you can possibly do as an entrepreneur is be driving a car down the highway as fast as you possibly can, burning a hole in the bottom of the car, pedal to the metal with three flat tires because those tires represent the team. And you need to be operating your dream team and your dream business with four fully inflated tires that are ready to go the distance. Now, here's the deal. At every stage of business, what you need from the standpoint of team, infrastructure, and systems are going to completely change. Some people are going to move season to season with you. Other people you never should have hired in the first place and you learn the lesson around what was really needed in the role. And some people, as you emerge from one season and you go through the metamorphosis, getting ready for the next one, you're going to realize just aren't a fit to come into the next leg of the journey with you. So here are a couple things to keep in mind. Number one, statistically, you will have to hire three to four people in any given role before you find, quote unquote, the one. So if you are listening to this video, you're listening to this podcast today, and you've been struggling and stressed out and worried and frustrated and anxious about the hires that you've had to go through recently, I want you to remember that you only can hire to your level of competence at the time that you bring someone on board. And usually the first few people that you identify for a new role, you had not had the experience yet to truly understand what you needed in that role which is why you probably made a mishire. And sometimes the only way to learn is by going through the process of getting the wrong person on board to truly understand what you need. 
So if you've had to go through a few people in the process of finding the right one, I want you to remember that that's par for the course and that is naturally a part of the process. Number two, the worst hires are always the urgent, desperate hires. Let that sink in, right? You've heard the phrase so many times, hire slow, fire fast, right? And the reason for that is when you are going to bring someone into your business, each person affects everyone else in the company. And hiring out of desperation or urgency many times causes you to overlook red flags and to skip over gut intuition hits about why this person is not the right fit. When you have patience and you're playing the long game and you're willing to take whatever time is needed to find the right people, this is going to put you in a position of control and power to be able to align the right people that are going to help you to win. The reason why they say fire fast is once you know that someone's not a fit for your organization, the longer that you allow them to stay, the more damage that they're going to do. You as the leader and business owner are responsible for not only getting the right people in the door, but getting the wrong ones out. And this is also a big struggle for entrepreneurs. What I always like to remind people of is if you love them, set them free. And what that means is, is when you know someone's not a fit for your organization and you feel frustrated or stressed out or anxious or you're worried about their performance constantly, so are they. I always say no one wants to suck. No one wants to be bad at their job. So just as much as you're worrying and you're anxious and stressed out about having them on the team, they are as well. Usually when you set those people free and you cut them loose and allow them to move on to their next opportunity, they're about as relieved as you are. And I always say that it's important to remember with hiring and firing and building your team that it's not because you're a good person or bad person and it's not because they're a good person or a bad person. There's culture fit, there's job fit, and there's boss fit. And you are simply trying to go through the process of trying to understand each of these three components and ultimately land on someone that can not just survive but thrive with all three of these distinct components of what someone's going to what is going to make someone a fit to be a part of your organization. So I hope at this point you are feeling a sense of relief. I hope at this point when you're listening to this podcast that you are realizing maybe you didn't screw up as bad as you thought. I have so many business owners and leaders come to me saying, "I just don't know if I even want a team." I just don't know if I'm cut out for this. I don't know if I'm ever going to find anyone qualified who wants to do the work. Well, I'm here to tell you that this is the process that you need to go through on the journey to finding what I like to call your unicorns. They are out there. And I know for a fact because I've had them at every stage of building my business and my team and even back in my corporate days. It takes time. It takes energy. It takes being a servant leader that's focused on helping others to become successful. It takes caring a lot and having a ton of patience in the process. But making sure that you follow these simple rules that I talked about, giving yourself the patience to hire slow, fire fast, making sure that you are following a set process. Many people are not using interview questions and cues so that they're consistent in the way that they're evaluating people and therefore they miss the mark. And always looking back, we can see the steps that we skipped over or the places that we 
kind of engaged in shortcuts that led to a mishire. Know that it's par for the course to go through multiple people in your quest to find the exact right one. And trust your gut instinct. It will never lead you wrong. I always say your best source of information and insight is listening to your own gut. Take the time to really evaluate what has worked and what hasn't worked in the past, whether it's in this role or another one, and make sure you learn from the past to inform the future. Most importantly, remember that your role as the CEO is the chief talent acquisition specialist. And that means that even if you're not the one recruiting, you're making it meaningful, you're making it important, you're ensuring that it is a focus throughout the organization to find the best team members. You've heard the phrase so many times that it's the team with the best overall investment, the best team that is united in purpose, rowing in the same direction, passionate about what they're doing, confident in where they're going, that wins. So thinking about how you can bring each of these components into your team and into your culture is paramount. And finally, I've heard from many small business owners that struggle with the past team members that they've hired or that have been on their team and that they don't really know how to manage that relationship. They're fearful or stressed, anxious, uh, maybe upset about how things have happened with past team members. And because of that, they are no longer excited about building a team in the future or they feel discouraged or really aren't even sure if what they're dreaming of is possible. What I want to tell you is this. You're going to have to kiss a lot of frogs to finally make it to your prince or princess. But the bottom line is, is they are out there and they are looking for a visionary leader like you. Stay the course, be consistent, be persistent, and know that the team is the only way to accomplish the dream. So it is worth any amount of effort that it takes to find the people that belong with you linking arms to help your rocket ship go into orbit. Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week. We'll see you next time.